for our second split sermon today, we have a message from Mr. Steve Andrews entitled, Unto the Measure of the Statue of the Fullness of Christ, Part 2. Mr. Andrews. Thank you, Ridge. Um, yeah, I do have a handout, and uh, considering the time, I won't be able to go through all the scriptures that are in this handout. So what I've done is I've, I've picked uh, a few, uh, and I'm hoping that that uh, Brian will be able to uh, skip over some of these. Um, this was a little book, uh, as you get the handout, this is a little book that that I got several years ago, uh, I think, think it was a few years ago, <clears throat> called, and I, if you were here for the first part, uh, The Manhood of the Master. And I keep looking at that, and how soon are they going to eliminate uh, the manhood of anybody uh, in, the, in the culture that we live in? <clears throat> uh, Mr. Potato Head no longer has a Mr. <laughs> in front of him, and I'm assuming Mrs. Potato Head will probably lose hers too, so <laughs> we'll have only Potato Heads uh, to go by. So, so you know what, that ha what happened with that, don't you? All of a sudden, all of the Mr. and Mrs. Potato Heads on eBay went like this <laughs> for people to, to buy, but it was interesting. Anyway, uh, I am um, I put this in as a, uh, more of a Bible study that you can take with you uh, later on, because uh, I won't be able to go through all the scriptures. But the first is uh, the master scale of values, and I, that's the one that I wanted to go through today, and I'm not going to be able to cover all of them here in the, you know, the 20 minutes I have, but I, I mark some of them as very important as, as, we're, as we're getting ready for Passover. Our minds and our hearts are preparing for that, as we've already have, have talked about, and examining ourselves and different things that will, will come up. We also have the opportunity to go to the feet of the, of the one that sacrificed his life for us and to learn from him, and learn certain things in our life that, that we need um, uh, to comprehend. And I, he is, there's so much teaching in, in God's word, and Jesus uh, would sit down with, his disciples, and then sometimes there were so many following, he would sit down with uh, many, many people, and he would begin to teach. And so the first one that I have here is uh, laid up a treasure uh, on this earth. That's uh, Matthew, the sixth chapter, 19 through 24. Of course, all of Jesus' teachings are for us, and, and for us to understand, and for us to to, to try to live by and, and try to understand the, his scale of values. And, and as he looked at, at, at certain things and he, he brought those, those values out, how do we in, incorporate them into our life? How do we, how can, in this modern age, in this modern society, uh, we, we need to think, how do we, how do we do this? How do we... Um, live as Christ wants us to live. He says, lay up not for yourselves treasures upon the earth. 
where moth and rust does corrupt. That's verse 19 of chapter 6. And where thieves break through and steal. Boy, that is so a part of the society we live in today. Uh, I don't know about the moths and the rust, but I do know about people stealing stuff. Anyone that has had anything stolen from you realizes, uh, especially if it was any value, how, how devastating that can be. But lay up, Jesus says, okay, you have these things. But he says, lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust does corrupt and where thieves do not break in nor steal. So the important thing is the spiritual. We just were talking about Ephesians. That's why I I actually pulled this out. This is the last chapter uh, in this little book by Emerson Fosdick, uh, Harry Emerson Fosdick. It's the last chapter under the measure, stature, and fullness of Christ, part two. But it's the last chapter, and of course we've been studying it in Ephesians and, and, and going through that. And so I was thinking, I've been thinking so much about what Jesus teaches and how, it help, how he helps us to understand the, the temporal life that we live and where, where our treasure needs to be, where our heart, our mind, our, our thinking, our feelings need to be. Not on this earth, but in heaven. Yes, it's important that we have physical things because I don't want to live on the street. I want to, I want to have a nice home to, to live in. Well, ours is not the greatest, but it's, it's comfortable. We actually got through this this last winter, okay, uh, even though it was very, very cold outside and something we did lose our water for a while, it was still uh, comfortable, and yet uh, some had to, to spend their their uh, time in uh, in the cold down in Texas. They had a, a, a great deal of trouble, and a lot of people were out of out of electricity and out of uh, heat. So, so Jesus says. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So we, we know that we want to, to have our treasure in heaven, not here on this earth. We want, we want to be able to understand what that treasure is, what we need to be doing to, to put that treasure there, and all the things that... Um, and of course, we understand this is spiritual, isn't it? <laughs> we, we need to be building the spiritual things, the, the fruit that we need to be... Uh, growing and all of that. Those are spiritual things, so, so those are treasures. And God is, is looking down upon us, and we are trying to live our lives uh, to please God, to please Jesus, to please uh, them, not, not ourselves. I, he says, the light of the body is the eye. If therefore your, your eye be single, whole, your whole body shall be full of light. But if your eye be evil or diseased, your whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is uh, in you be darkness, how great is that darkness? Uh, we were in, uh, I've, I've mentioned this before, I had a young man that was, we were very, uh, two, two young men at that time, uh, we were young men. <laughs> that was many years ago. Back in the uh, 
70s, we had an individual that had, was a paraplegic. We, he, he'd come to church on a, on a gurney. Uh, and we had another individual who was totally blind. John, I can't remember his last name right now. I think the first name was John. And I remember sitting by him a few times, but he was, he was blind from birth. He did not, he could not see. And he would sit and, and he'd learn Braille, and he took notes in Braille. And so he would, you know. And so it was, it was really interesting if you sat by him. Uh, and he could take notes as fast as they spoke in Braille which was very interesting. So uh, I only sat by him one time because it was very disturbing. He usually tried to sit all the way in the back so that it wouldn't bother anybody. But imagine being totally blind. And that's what Jesus is saying. Is your eyes are whole. And you can see the truth. And see God's word. That's, that's a, a wonderful benefit. But if they're evil, if they're dark, they, and you don't see, and you live in this darkness. And I, I was thinking about that scripture where it says that Jesus was the light that came into the world. And the darkness did not want him to be there. And he died because they did not want, that darkness did not want him to be there. Let's go to uh, the same, same chapter, just a little bit over here. Let's pick it up in verse 25. Take no thought. And he says, therefore I say unto you, Take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet your body, what you shall put on. Is not life more than meat and your body more than, than, than raiment? Behold, the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are, they not much better than, are, are you not much better than they? I was, I was thinking about this winter. Uh, I put the cat food out, you know, just dry cat food. Where did they come from? Who tells them that it's out there? These blackbirds come from all over. I mean, they swarm down. And they start eating the cat food. And you, you know, you tap on the window, and they're all gone. And then what happens? The next thing they know, these birds are all back there, and they're doing the same thing again. It's like they've got this radar that knows there's food out there whether it's in the ground or whether it's wherever it's at. And, they, and I don't know if any of you ever feed uh, any of the birds during the winter, but the cardinals were everywhere this year. Oh, beautiful cardinals. were! And we, I finally put some seed out for them, and I had them all there. I had all kinds of males and female cardinals, and, and, and they were all getting along with each other, which is kind of unusual because male cardinals don't like male cardinals. And they will fight one another, but because I think they were hungry, they were all... So, this is so true, what, what Jesus says. They, they know and they're fed. Which of you, by taking thought, can add a cubit to his stature? As you get older, you kind of lose that, so you really don't have any choice. Um, and you, whatever your height is, that's where you, you, you're at. And why take you thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field how they grow, they toil not, neither they spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothe the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast on the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So 
we are taught by Jesus that we, we need to depend on him in our physical life to, to give, to provide for us. Yes, the Bible says you have to work. If you don't work, you don't eat. That's the principle. So, as, I, as Sean knows, many times he's, he's had a job and lost that job and prayed about it. God provided another one. And so, it, it's important that we trust in God to give us those things. Well, let's skip down because we're getting a little late. I want to skip to the... Um, I want to skip to, to, to Luke, the 12th chapter, Brian. Can you, can you skip down to that Luke, the 12th chapter? I always like this one because this is another one that kind of wakes us up. And beginning in verse uh, 16, Luke 12, beginning in verse 16. He said, the ground, uh, he, and he, he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do, because I have no room where to bestow my fruits? And he said, This will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have much goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this night your soul shall be required of you. Then whose shall those things be which you have provided? So is he that lays up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. That's quite a teaching, isn't it? It's not saying that we can't have things and that we can't build or do what we need to do with what the blessings that God gives us. What it is saying is that we, the treasure and the things that are important should be first, that should be God that should be first. The things that we, um, in our life, it should be our spiritual life, our spiritual things should be first. Then other things can come along with God's blessing. Asking God to bless those things and thanking Him for the blessings that we have, because sometimes we're, we 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 get and we're not thankful for those blessings that we we've received. So this this individual here that Jesus was talking about, he was getting all of this, and he had no thought for God whatsoever. And just like all the rest of us, the day will come when we will cease to be physically around. You know what that means. One more. I've got five minutes. Let's take the last one, which I like. It's in Luke, the 10th chapter. And it has to do with our service to, to one another. And I think it's, it's interesting because I think a lot of people take this to heart. You very rarely find accidents and where somebody doesn't try to, to help. And, and even go into certain situations in which... You put yourself in a lot of danger doing it. And so beginning in verse 30, he says, um, Jesus said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there was, 
there came down a certain priest that way, which saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise, a Levite. And when he was uh, at the place, came and looked at the him and passed by on the other side. So they saw this individual, he'd been beaten up, he was laying on, and so they were just, oh, I'm not going to have anything to do with him, I'm walking by. But a certain Samaritan, as a journey came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him. And so that's the way we should be. We should have compassion on others. And went to him, and bound his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast, and brought him to an inn, and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two uh, pence, and gave them to the host, and he said to him, Take care of him, and whatsoever you spend more, when I come again, I will repay. And Jesus' teaching here is, Which now of these three, think you, was neighbor to him, who fell among the thieves? A good Samaritan that Jesus was teaching. So, I, I'm leaving that with you. You can go in and you can read all the rest of those uh, scriptures under those headings. And if you have a desire to actually have this in, on you, and you have Kindle, you can download it. I can't remember, it's not very expensive, but it's available on, on Kindle. And you can have that into your own, own um, the, uh, book library on Kindle. I was going to have Brian put up our website for... Um, the Sabbath, Super Sabbath, and there it is. And, and Matt actually sent me a note. <laughs> he said, please remind everybody to, to register. We have uh, that coming up. We're really looking forward to it. We're doing um, everything this year. We're going to Passover and, and, and night to be remembered and uh, the Sabbath and the holy day that's going to be a Super Sabbath that we're going to have. So we're encouraging everyone that wants to come Please to, to register because we're trying to make sure that we have enough uh, meal for everyone uh, during that time. So anyway, that was uh, my message and my announcement. <laughs>